Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. I also have the rabbit that I've used like two times. And I was like, this is far too much. Really? Way too much. I've never used that one. Girthy. Well, yeah. And it just has all these apparatuses, right? So it has the like... Rabbit ears. Yeah. So the ear part is like clitoral stimulation, right? And then there's like a dildo part. Yeah. And I feel like there's an anal part too. It's just like way, 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 way too much. Wow. For me. Yeah. I remember accidentally finding yours though (laughs) when i reached into the bathroom drawer to borrow your hairbrush and pulled that out Uh, instead mm -hmm. and did i did i do the right thing which was put it back in the drawer and pretend like i hadn't seen it that's always the right thing that's not what i did (laughs) did you like run out and 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 pump it up and down and be like well i ran out of the bathroom screaming and threw it at you you threw it at me yeah Did you try it first? Were you like, no. how's, okay, it's good then. No. Also, like, how awkward would that be if I'm in your bathroom and suddenly you're just, you just hear... Be like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, I'll be out in a minute. Bad attraction. Yeah! Come on. I want to do my own thing, but I think I followed a trend. Welcome to a very special episode. As you may have already gathered, we get to talk to some friends today about masturbation, when and how they discovered self-pleasure, and will they talk to their kids about it? Apparently, this topic goes hand in hand with pornography. You see what I did there. So that slides into our conversation, too. We're going to start with John. You might remember him from the Awkward Touch episode. He grew up in L.A. where everything is sexy, so obviously he got started early. Here he is. For boys, it comes, and it's furious when it comes. <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, you get really horndoggy at like 11, mm-hmm. you know. My earliest quote-unquote sexual memory was straddling the footrest divider in the back of my grandparents' Cadillac. Uh-huh. And I was, obviously, I was a toddler. Yeah. But I remember imagining that I was wrapped around Catwoman's leg. And that gave me a, wow. a very, very funny feeling. Right. In, in the nether region. In the nethers. Are you going to talk to either of your kids about masturbation? Yes. I have graciously uh, agreed with my wife that I will handle the boy. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, with my daughter, I feel like it's not super comfortable for her. Um, again, I am the remnant of hippie parents, so there's a lot of nudity in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really good. Um, and the reason I think it's good is because I think it eliminates the association of nudity with sex. Right. Because it's ridiculous, yeah. you know? Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty unless she asks, and then I'm happy to, to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, with my son... You know, I, I focus a lot on both of them with on three things. One is being polite. Two is not being a victim. 
Um, one of the problems I have with many of modern feminist thought is the expectation that the world is supposed to change to accommodate me. Mm -hmm. And I call my daughter Grace my Valkyrie. She's a warrior woman. And I want her to be, you know, not rattled when stuff isn't set up exactly for her. I want her to be able to power through. So a lot of the, the counsel and advice I give her is around how to push that through that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think the, the last thing, so polite, tough, and uh, yeah, the, the last thing is, is just really being emotionally intelligent and being able to determine when something's appropriate and it's not appropriate, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's really hard with my son who's eight, you know, we get in the car together, we're cranking up Metallica. We got the flat brim hats with the shades on together. He's my homie, you know, but he's fucking eight years old. (laughs) So every now and then I got to pull back. Like I, a year ago I was like, we're going to watch fucking Conan the Barbarian. I'm going to teach my son the riddle of steel and what it means to be a man. And then like the first scene he's having sex with a witch who's naked and he throws her into the fire. I was like, Nope. (laughs) Uh Jump the gun here on yep, this one. Yep, Let's pull hold back. hold on that for a couple Let's years. Let's pull back a little bit. But he still thinks girls are gross. Um, or at least, you know, it has no romantic interest in girls. He's got lots of friends that are girls. But, yeah, so. So what age do you think you'll have the sex conversation with him? You know, I, I've gotten to pieces of it. I think masturbation is, is, a, is a topic that really needs to get discussed between um a father and a son um more so than it used to be because of the internet porn totally you know and there you know i mean again i'm i'm 42 years old there is so much stuff that grosses me out yes and again you know you you, we've known each other well i i did the rock and roll thing for a while i've I feel like I've I've been exposed to plenty, but you've had some experiences. Yeah, I've had some experiences. You know, as Jimmy Hendrix would say, I'm experienced. But going onto the internet and you run into all manner of things, it's still so I feel like, you know, compared to my day where we would sneak a dad's Playboy and there were like maybe four or five nude pictures in there. Um, things are things are in there and and there's a lot of fucked up wrong shit yes and just in the regular shit i mean like you know you you go on and there's so much it's not real but it's simulated incest it's simulated rape there's a lot of yucky shit and i think you know one of the things that that i'm keen to address with him is this is not real life this is not how you treat women um this is not how you treat yourself you know and so yeah. I mean, it's not hard to explain sex to a boy. Like, he's going to rub his penis against anything until he, he uh, yeah, finishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but there is a lot of nuance in terms of what's appropriate and what's not. And, and, in, and I think in my day, it was all about, well, you have to care for your partner. They should be someone you love. Um, and that's kind of bullshit. It's kind of bullshit. I mean, sex it is... It definitely f- leaves out part of the equation. Well, sure. it does. Yeah. And it's and, and it's like the whole abstinence. Like, you know, there was... Oh, God, that's something else I wanted to mention. I took my daughter to school. And then Julie and I, my wife and I, dropped our son off at school um, last week. And when we came back to our cars, this right-wing 
parental group had blanketed and pamphleted all the cars. And it was all about how we should be able to opt our children out of teaching them about LGBT rights and what that means and sexual orientation. And they were making ridiculous claims that they're like learning how to give blowjobs in eighth grade and all this other total fear mongering bullshit, you know. And um, that really angered me. Yeah. And as you know, like I'm an advertiser, marketer by trade. So I was like, I'm going to do my research and I'm going to find out who these people are. And I'm going to lean in and go at them pretty hard online. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I did that. And the flyer uh, was garbage too, right? Just graphically, it was terrible. N- uh, no, it wasn't. It was just, <laughs> it was inherently racist and filled with misinformation. Okay. And it just really disturbed me. I mean, because on the one hand, there's no parent in the world that's like, I can't wait for my young darling to go out and experience sex. No, right? no. Nobody's hyped for that. So they leaned into that. But it was really a cover for, I don't want my child to learn about homosexuality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's just totally fucking unacceptable, you know? And I think not where I want my kids to be, back to the emotional intelligence thing. I want them to be empathetic human beings, and I want them to understand things. And and there's certain people that are dicks, and that's just life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, it, you know, you've got to take every person for who they are at face value, you know? Yeah, well, and I'm, I'm not afraid of my kid having information no, about I mean, life, and then they can do with it what they will. Right. And, and, you know, again, there is levels to how much information they get in terms of their own maturity, you know. But like, yeah, my eight-year-old son, he still believes in Santa Claus. He doesn't, he doesn't really need to learn about all these things. But they're not <laughs> teaching that. And that's what the flyer was insinuating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the idea, he's in second grade, by the way, the idea that we don't want to teach junior high school kids this stuff um, and want to wait till high school again i'm proof it's fucking too late right they're they're gonna get started and they're gonna make yep. bad decisions yep. and uh because they're uninformed decisions mm-hmm. and that's catastrophic my buddy and i went golfing when we were like 11 and we were in the bushes probably urinating or throwing rocks into the the river but we found a box of porno and that shit was like fucking gold. So we 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 took like maybe a stack, like eight to ten of our favorite pictures from these various magazines. It was such contraband that we didn't dare sneak them into our house. So we hid them in the local park uh, in the bushes and then would go visit them. We weren't masturbating looking at them, but we'd look at them. But when we did have our dad's Playboy, um, I, I, my stepdad and dad never had Playboy. I had... One of my stepdad's friends from England came and bought a Playboy and left it. And that was my <laughs> yes. that was my golden ticket. Like you were well versed in that magazine because there was not a lot of them. But the main thing was you had to use your imagination. Yes. And now it's like with the fucking gape and the other shit, it's too much. It's too explicit. It's way more than I want to see. I don't know what that means, and I do not want to know. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's like. It's, yeah. it's not good because they're going to get jaded. There's no imagination. And yeah. again, back to my earlier point, the worst fear for me is they somehow assume that's how sex goes down. Totally. You know? yeah, I, yeah. I, played, I played rock and roll 
uh, in a band from 17 to sort of 21. And one time, I had one sexual encounter in my entire life where I had a, a woman look at me and I look back at her and without speaking, we knew we wanted to have sex and we went and we had sex. One time. <laughs> one fucking time. Like, right. And, and if you go back to like the 70s and 80s porn, that's every time. Or yes. it's the pizza man coming. Or, yes, and, yes. And nowadays they don't even have that shit. It's no. like, it's what they call gonzo. So it's just like immediately them having sex. Or it's like framed as some disgusting incest or screwing you know anyway so yeah 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 lots of yucky lots of yucky yucky. lots of unrealistic well and it takes away the fun of like discovering with your partner some of the things you might be into without already having in your mind yeah some shit on the internet people yeah i mean don't get me wrong like i enjoyed sex as a as a young man but most of the fun you're right was the tingly sensation you get before the first kiss yes, with the partner 100%. you know and, and a good old dry hump too oh god there was a lot of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but yeah i think you know that learning to to communicate and speak and be an advocate quick loop back quick what, loop back what was the first porn you ever saw was it that box when you were 11 no it was not i think the first boobs i ever saw was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Phoebe Cates, man. Still. They don't they don't they don't make girls like that anymore. No, they don't. They just really don't. She had like the super sexy cute combo, which is just it doesn't seem like it exists anymore. Yeah. Just only in your wife. That's all. Um so the first the first porn I remember very distinctly. I was um probably nine or ten. I remember being thoroughly grossed out. Um, again, uh, Anthony and Grant were the older kids on my block. There were three brothers. They were older. Um, but Anthony and Grant, when we were like nine and ten, I think they were probably in high school. But yeah, anyway, so okay. they they You're had us over. Ten. Yeah, I'm nine or ten three years brothers. old. Three brothers. And no, no, it's just it's just Grant, and he had uh, in his room pictures of like morgan fairchild like all of the 80s and i think some of them like the heather thomas and the morgan fairchild were just in bikinis but he had a couple nudes up and I, I forgot that that was the thing yeah oh yeah you know just like displaying the women in your yeah. in your bedroom absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally i forgot. never did that i i went from sports heroes george brett kareem abdul jabbar to just every Guns N' Roses hit parader, Kerrang! Right. pinup I could. It was all Guns N' Roses and the cult in my room. Yeah. But yeah, no, so they dragged us into um, the, the living room of their house one day. They weren't babysitting us or anything, which is something they also did. Yeah, and they and they put on a X-rated film where there was a hard on ejaculating and the whole thing and i just i remember being sick to my stomach it was yeah. it was it was so gross yeah. <laughs> it was so gross it was so far i mean this again this was pre-masturbation so right um yeah and then um there was also like kind of a homosexual component to early masturbation in that like Kids that were peers would teach the other peers how to masturbate. Oh, okay. So nobody was touching anybody, but we were certainly masturbating in a group setting, <laughs> which is quite, you know, it doesn't fly once you get a little older, you uh-huh. know? 
But um, but yeah, I, I had a but you know the same guy taught this other friend of mine, and he was like, yeah, you use Vaseline, and you 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 tug on your penis when it's hard, and again when you're when you're masturbating um, as a prepubescent, uh, it has the same feeling, but nothing comes out. Oh. Um, yeah, and then you get into the dog water phase, which just a little water leaks out. It's pre, aka pre cum, mm-hmm. and then you ready for the big show and then you're like what jesus did i break it (laughs) (laughs) what's happening this doesn't look good you know so do you did you try to masturbate because other people were like telling you how to do it yes yes i was again similar to sex i didn't discover it naturally now i was certainly prone to dry humping things Uh but god this is a good story so one of my friends who was like a friend of a friend. I don't remember this guy's name, but it was my friend Ryan's friend. And Ryan's parents had all the Playboys. They had vibrators at their house, and he was the one that originally told me about Vaseline. But this other friend of his, we went over to his house. We sat, the three of us, on his parents' bed, and they had an early vibrator which had like kind of like a suction cup on it. And he said, put this on your dick until you get the feeling (laughs) yeah yeah and like so the three of us sat there and and one guy took it and put it on his pain i mean it didn't take long it took like a minute you know and we sat there and did it together Uh you know just till you had the feeling but not the full experience no so it's the feeling is is basically an orgasm that's what they were we didn't know what that was but it was like we knew that it felt good and then there was this sensation you had at the end of it but again we were so young that there was no discharge Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah do you feel now that those parents were irresponsible with their sex toys yeah uh i mean they 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 were but like i mean i mean what are you gonna put it in a safe you know are you gonna i don't i don't know i mean it didn't like the thing is like i was certainly ahead of the curve as i was with most of my sexual encounters in life but the rest of uh the group was not far behind Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it then broadened to the the other that was like by by I think fifth or sixth grade, the hot jam was we all press our dicks up against jacuzzi jets together in the, well, in the hot tub. Duh, jacuzzi jets are the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, and and the the weird thing is, I think the thing that feels a little raw about this is all of this happened completely devoid of any interaction with females. Right. Like it was, and that's what I mean by it was sort of homosexual in nature, and that like all of my early sexual explorations again not kissing dudes we're not touching each other's dicks but we learn to masturbate in Mm -hmm. a group setting um and it's so funny like again you know i'm i'm i i have no shame as my wife will tell you so i i don't mind talking about this but i brought it up with my friend ben who i haven't seen in a long time and i saw him and i brought up us wait was he okay go ahead yeah yeah he 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 was involved in this yeah he was part of the the circle circle jerk in the jacuzzi (laughs) like the the five i mean it was like like four boys you know we'd be out there at like 12 just like ah you know like I'm sure the mom saw it's, it's, it's rough, but 
But I remember I was like, hey, Ben, you remember those jacuzzi days? And like this motherfucker tried to give me a straight face and act like he had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so have you talked to other men about this? Like, do you do you feel like this is normal? You or? know, I, I, the only men I've talked to about it are my are my close old friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not something that comes up in 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 conversation with friends that I've made past the age of of 12. Right. But jerking off kind of does, but usually the jerk off stories that you share as grown men are like more along the lines of like you know, oh my god, one time I jerked off 5 times in a day or yeah. You know, whatever. That it's 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 more, you know, sort of war stories about yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so funny how that guy, you know, I mean, my oldest friend Anthony, like we, you know, I like we we just like when we get together, um, we're both in our forties now, but like when we get together, we're just six year olds again. Like, uh-huh. just, everything is giggly <laughs> and funny, and um, and him and I talk openly. And we just we just laugh about it. But it was it was kind of it was amusing and slightly surprising that that a guy that had this kind of exposure and vulnerability to me like right. where we shared this experience right. was like gonna try to pretend like it didn't happen uh, yeah you know? yeah yeah I don't, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah and i was like okay bro whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> well perhaps you're a little more secure in your yeah. masculinity yeah yeah or, 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 or whatever just adulthood or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yourself yeah myself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, blind in my eye holes and just tried hard to see. Next up is my friend Jen, and you might remember her from the Jelly Belly episode. She also has a daughter the same age as mine, and we're going to explore a little bit how and should you talk to your daughters about masturbation. So I'm on this Facebook group, which is called Raising Children Unfundamentalist. Mm -hmm. And so it's from people that came from like fundamentalist backgrounds, basically mm-hmm. like recovering Christians, right? <laughs> is right. what it is. Yeah. And so it's a lot of parenting stuff about like, you know, throwing off kind of some of the things that we learned growing up and determining how do we parent moving forward. Mm-hmm. But my whole point is that there was this one about like masturbation. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, I definitely received no information about right. that and if my husband was down here he received the opposite which is a lot of bad information right <laughs> which is usually i feel like that's usually the difference between men and women oh too. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right right, right. Mm-hmm. so anyways so the the spectrum or the pendulum is swinging mm-hmm. the other direction right so what i hear on there is a lot of like i got my daughter a vibrator and like taught her how to use it you know <sighs> da, 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 like body positivity and snarf and farf and and I feel very torn about all of this. Do you have any opinions or thoughts on how you might communicate with your daughter about that? I will tell you the story of how I communicated with her or <laughs> attempted to. So, okay, this is going to get personal. Okay, so I can't tell it without without it getting you must without it getting personal. So, we were hot tubbing in an Airbnb um, that's like a second home of ours in Florida, and which I never and I never wear clothes in the hot tub if I can get away with it. And I have a hood piercing. Mm. Um, and it's been there as long as she's been alive. And uh, and so I, she knows about it. I, But 
I think. Well, I, she does. And so she actually brought it up and she does this sometimes where she'll like, she'll like, um, so, Hey, I've got a question. And she'll just kind of like toss it out. And it's usually something she's been thinking about for a long time. And she was like, why do you have a piercing in your vagina? Like what is going on? And so I was attempting to, to tell her why I would have that. Then it, increases pleasure um and and the more i was getting into the more i was realizing like i was i was in over my head um (laughs) retreat (laughs) and i literally at one point was like this is actually like i was like and we're done like we've i was like night night (laughs) i this is officially over your age c- capacity limits, right? Um, and, and, and so I stopped it and ended it. But during the point of that conversation, I had said, you know, like that is where that is where us girls feel pleasure from, like that can feel good. And sometimes it like, and it was like you know, and it, it might even feel good. I was like, sometimes people notice that it feels good when they touch themselves there and you might have even done that. And if you have, that's okay. And if you haven't, that's not an invitation to do so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that if you have, it's okay. And I was like, so awkward through this whole thing. And she looked at me and she goes, um, yeah, that is not a party I am RSVPing to. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh my gosh, token Roryism. That is not a party I am RSVPing to. Also, when she's an adult, I want a reminder of that and be like, bitch, you hell of RSVP to that. Like two years later. Totally. Yeah, but in the moment, and I was like, okay, like some kids start this at like, Two yeah. Oh, totally. Three, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And and then right. I, I was like, oh, this has never come up. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's something that's happening that I'm not aware of. And so I wanted to take the moment to be like, sure, it's okay. Right, 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 right. And I was like, okay, you're actually not there yet. That's right. why it hasn't come up. Right, right. Okay, cool. Right. right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't like I started early and was totally happy with what I discovered. I didn't need anyone to talk to me or teach me or like, yeah, figured it right out. No problems and, and no guilt because my church didn't talk to me about it. They pretended it wasn't even a thing. So that worked out well for me. You didn't know it was bad. (laughs) Right. See, I, on the other hand, I was an avid reader when I was young. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I read like a plethora of Dean Koontz books when I was uh, in fourth oh, and fifth yeah. grade. Yep. Like I remember being like, I thought it was super cool because my books had swear words in them and uh-huh. they were adult books, right? And at some point, and I don't know how or why this happened, but this was a very questionable uh, decision on my mother's part. But at some point, I discovered a Harlequin uh, romance. Oh right, right. Book, and then I, and then there was a card in there where you could like get them delivered to you monthly oh my god like they would deliver you no. like four of them monthly no, no, like no, on no. like a like a mail subscription yes did you do it 
And I did. I like <gasps> asked my mom if I could, and she was like, "Okay, like your mom got porn <laughs> delivered, lady porn delivered to your home on a monthly basis." On a monthly basis, and I read all those books, and I was like 10, 11 years old. I read all of them, and I remember being in bed, being like squirming and oh being like God. I don't know what's happening to my body <laughs> oh my god that's so good that's so good I had no idea what was going on <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I love oh that I god. love that I'm Forget this whole idea about like buying your daughter a vibrator. Right. I'm gonna get a subscription <laughs> to Harlequin Romance, to Harlequin Romance <laughs> novels, and she can figure it out on her right. own. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like we've done for centuries. I was like, oh my god, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. Real story. Yeah, and I never did figure it out. No, like, I didn't. No, I didn't start masturbating until after I was having sex for oh, at least a year. Honey bunny. I know, oh. right? I had no clue. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You weren't curious? Yeah. Like when it was tingling down there, you were like, what's going on? I should I, explore that further. I don't know. I think I must have, but then I don't, I like, I don't know. Annie's going to share the first porn that she encountered, including a very creative vintage film. What what was the first porn you ever saw? Probably that 1970s Alice in Wonderland one. Excuse me? Oh, come on. No, I've never seen such a thing. Oh my god, it's fantastic. Wait, is it a magazine or a movie or what? Oh, I thought you meant movie. Oh, I was just like any sexual pictures via different media. Okay, then the the very first time I saw like a pornographic photo was probably when I went to Girl Scout camp. What? We think one of like the camp counselors, like the male camp counselors probably like forgot it in the room or something. It was like under the bed. I mean, did they use that campground for things besides Girl Scout camp? I think so, but I, I don't know. I I know I was young. Like, I have no for, idea. For some reason, the fact that it was Girl Scout camp like makes it even dirtier and upsetting to me. I mean, I they have to use it for other things. Oh, Boy Scout camp, right. 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 We're just not there at the same time. So what was it? Do you remember what the images were of? It was one single image, and it was fully just like a spread eagle naked lady. Yeah, dude. And I was just like, why... Like, that position does not look comfortable. No. Yeah. That was the first time I saw a pornographic photo when I was, like, you know, a big old nerd. And I was like, we should definitely give this to one of the counselors. <laughs> and all the other girls were like, no. <laughs> what did they want to do with it? I like, don't know. Take it home in their duffel bag? I, I have no idea. I think, I don't know. Did you turn it in? Of course I did. <laughs> You're so responsible. It was inappropriate. I mean, like a second grader. How old were you when you saw it? Probably 10. Ugh, creepy. So I found my best friend's dad's Playboy stash, like under the bathroom sink, you know? Yeah. He had, he had quite a few, quite a collection. <laughs> and I was just like, what is happening with the pubic hair region area that was confusing yeah because they were they were for sure you know like 80s 100%. style 
You need you need to watch that 1970s Alice in Wonderland. Okay, so yeah, porn video. Uh, <laughs> it's like basically live action Alice in Wonderland, except everybody's fucking, and there's just bush everywhere. Wait, 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 wait. So she is hooking up with the cowardly lion. Is that correct? That's not Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> okay, That's but the Wizard of Oz. But if has anyone made that though? Because I really want to make out with the Cowardly Lion. Really? Yeah. I was. I would have been all he, about he's, Scarecrow. He's basically my husband. I mean, my husband's not cowardly, but you know, he's like kind of like. Meh. <laughs> cut. Cut this, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, cut the top. Okay, Alice in Wonderland. I do not understand how that could be sexual at all. She's 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 like alone, and then there's a rabbit with a watch and a cat. Like what? Where where? Where does the sexy time come into this? Mad Hatter. Ugh, gross. Yeah. And I don't remember all of it. Okay, so what age were you when you saw this piece of garbage? Ooh, probably junior high or early high school. It was like a funny, like, I was spending the night at a friend's house. And it was popped on. And then... Like, wait, via VHS player? Like, so it was fully her parents' Parents, video. And she was like, haha, look at this. Yeah. Her parents had to have not known. Please tell me they did not know. They did not know. Of course they did not know. And then I saw it again later in life. Okay, so what was your reaction? (laughs) I mean, you're into it, obviously. No, 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 no. But like none 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 of it was my idea. None of the times. Like the second time I saw it was with a boy that I worked with a couple years ago. And we were like drinking at my house or something and then he was like haha have you ever seen this it's hysterical and he put it on i was like oh my god yes i have seen this but not since i was a small child so we watched it not in a not in a like we're gonna fuck kind of way like warm this it wasn't like warm up yeah 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 it was just like this is hysterical and then we watched it for a bachelorette party well that's an appropriate time to watch something like that for yeah. sure yeah uh, so you're at the slumber party. Your friend is like, haha, check this shit out. Right. She puts it in. And like, what is your little brain telling you about this? I just didn't understand what was happening. I was like, oh, that's Alice in Wonderland. Like, I, I understood, like, this is Alice in Wonderland. Like a bad version of it. <laughs> what are they doing? Mm-hmm. And I mean, ultimately, like, I don't know. I feel like, has your daughter had any sex education yet? Yes, she had, yes, this year. So I mean, I feel like I probably had some grasp of what yeah. sexual relations was, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember what I thought. Just being like, oh my God, we're definitely probably not supposed to be watching this. Right. What is your masturbation routine? What is it like the second week of your cycle? <laughs> yeah, like, like when is like the horny week? The horny of your week, cycle? yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it like when you're ovulating and it's like make a baby? Totally, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was pelvic thrusting when I said that. Thank you. I got, I I saw that with my eyes and I liked it. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I'm like the easiest masturbator ever. Like I do not require any videos or shows or devices or anything oh you're a manual yeah oh yeah yeah. oh Mm -hmm. i use a device yeah 
But I don't feel like I require any anything special. Like, yeah, like I don't require a visual stimulant because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have an active imagination, so I'm right, all set. Right? Yeah. Sometimes I'm just too tired, though. <laughs> to to masturbate? Yeah, I'll think about it, but like, oh, tonight would be a good night, and then by the time it's like, you're just <sighs> yeah, I'm just like, well, I could open my bedside drawer to retrieve my vibrator. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, and then sometimes I get tired and I'm just like, oh. it's been really difficult. Also, I got a weighted blanket and that's just a lot to. <laughs> Once... So you prefer your weighted blanket over your vibrator. Like if you were to choose one. Listen, I've had my vibrator for a long time. Uh-huh. Our relationship is stable and steady. Right. The weighted blanket, though, it's brand new. I'm still mm-hmm. excited about yeah, it and getting to know each other yeah yeah it's the honeymoon phase of our relationship <laughs> also as soon as i get underneath it i am promptly asleep yeah that's good you feel so, nice and cozy yeah yeah and i also feel like pinned to my bed so like i don't have a choice i can't like roll around and thrash like yeah. it's just like you're down yeah they i mean they each provide you different things in the relationship and so. apparently right now i just need my rest yeah that's okay so. yeah i had this little vibrator that like goes on your fingertip. Oh, you know, it's, it's like literally this big. It's small. It just like slip. Like, is it like a sleeve on your finger? Yeah, pretty much. Cool. It's like a ring. It's like a ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it just um, it broke. Oh, I need a new one. That's a sad story. It was a sad story. Yeah. Eventually, I'll get over to what's the place in San Francisco? Good what's vibrations. It? Yeah, good vibrations. Good, Holla! Good I got my vibration. like. We got one in Oakland too, Lakeshore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one better. What's what's the cards when you get the stamp? Like a loyalty card. Yeah, I'm a loyal customer to the Good Vibrations. Yeah, yeah. I have the card. No, no, no. I I was I was gonna say I was gonna say gonna say something now that I feel like might be awkward. I was gonna say I have one of like a tiny vibrator that I didn't love. Nope, that would be awkward. Yep, I thought so. Thanks. Anyway. My tried and true vibrator is like six inches long. Mm-hmm. No, I, maybe five. I don't know. And it's just like a. It's just so a, that's like average penis length and width, right? It's not normal width because it is straight vibrator. It's not like a dildo. What does that mean? Wait, like, does it go inside? It can, but you don't have to. You can just use it for clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. It works. Great. Does the job quite quick too? In a hurry, yeah. Fabulous. Get it done. I gotta get to sleep under my weighted blanket. <laughs> no time to lose. So you are now fun employed. I am, and uh, you can just like flick the bean all day now. I can, but I haven't. <laughs> Maybe next week, once your house is all clean, your closets are cleaned out. Yes. You're laying under your weighted blanket in the morning and you're like, I literally have nothing better to do than to get off. Then get off. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I think we'll you, see. I think you'll feel that way. Yeah. You're like, how do I want to pleasure myself today? Is it brunch? Is it yoga? Is it masturbating twice today? Ooh. Twice in one day. Right. I got tired. <laughs> How about just getting to know your body? Find, I mean, finding pleasure in your own body. I know my body pretty well. 
Do you know yours? Have you have you gotten to know your body better? Through your fun employment? <laughs> Not really. No, I feel like I feel like we're as close as we're ever gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> My body and I. Annie and I are veering into what podcasts we're listening to related to sex. I just started this one called Momgasm. And it's these two women talking about sex. And obviously they're also moms. How's that going? So I appreciate that there's content like that available. But it's not for you? It's not for me. Okay. No. I mean, I really enjoyed the one episode I listened to. I'm just not that interested in sex, I guess. To listen to like, you know, a year's worth of episodes or whatever. But I'm glad it's out there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be interested in that either. It's not that I'm not interested in sex. It's just that like, I feel all set. I mean, just to to be clear, I enjoy sex. Right. And want to have it. But yes, I just mean like, I feel like if I need to talk about it, I'm all set with talking to like you. Correct. And my handful of other sister friends. So right. Um, the episode I listened to on that Momgasm podcast What's it about? was about porn. Um, and the one thing that I thought was really interesting was that they both talked about their masturbation was totally tied to porn. Like, Really? Yeah. Like they only like had solely masturbated to porn. Maybe they don't have very good imaginations. And one of them, if not both, like, started watching porn before she even started masturbating. I feel like that's so the TV show that I mentioned to you, Mrs. Fletcher, uh-huh. the HBO miniseries. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sort of what's happening there, too. Like, what happened in the first episode? Well, like, that she's starting to, like, watch porn and, like, she's, like, mid-40s and empty nesting as a single mom and, like, yeah. like Googled the term MILF because one of her friends was, like... You got to get back out there dating like you're a total MILF. And she was like, ew, I hate that term. And then she Googled it and all these porn sites came up. So she. <laughs> right. And then was like started watching porn on the reg. Right, 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 right. But I, st- I don't know how the story's going to unfold yet. But yeah, my interpretation of it is that it's like her sexual reawakening. Right, right. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But both these women were basically talking about their own porn addictions. And one was like. Is rallying. it? An, did they qualify them as addictions? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. One was like rallying for her, like warnings on porn. That it's addicting? Mm-hmm. Same as you would like cigarettes or alcohol or whatever. It's interesting. Uh-huh. And, the, and, and like neither one of them were like anti-porn necessarily. Just that people should have all of the information before indulging. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so I've also been listening to this podcast called WTF. With Julia Wells. Have you heard of her? Mm-mm. She's like a, I don't know, coach. Like a life coach? Like a life coach. Okay. Yeah. Also business coach, I think. But she's all about pleasure. All right. So I need to know more information. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking her, about at but all. Pleasure positive. Yes. Pleasure and body positive. Okay. And kind of channeling those things into whatever you're doing, into the whatever work you do in the world and that like you should find pleasure in those things and feel good about yourself 
whatever it is that you're doing. And if you don't, get the fuck out of there. Got it. Don't waste your time. I mean, I'm into that. Yeah. So it's interesting. Okay. Feels a little uncomfortable for me. Yeah. But. I mean, I kind of barely feel comfortable talking about masturbation with you. Like I do. It's fine. Right. But we don't usually talk about it. We have, but not a lot. There's not a lot of, lot to cover there, really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> do you do it? Do you like it? Me too. Cool. Everyone's satisfied. Yeah. yeah. Porn, no porn. Right. Manual device. Like, right. what do you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might remember Cindy. She went to Korea camp in the summertime episode and also punched a guy with braces on the loyalty situation episode. And I just have a quick question for her. Would you rather bone the cowardly lion or the tin man? It's all about the cowardly lion. Yeah, I think so. Because the tin man, that just seems uncomfortable. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I, I look at the tin man and see corners. <laughs> and that just seems. That's true. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Never thought about that before. No one's ever posed that question to me. I mean, if I, I feel like your husband is more the Tin Man. He is more the Tin Man, <laughs> and, and my there husband are some is sharp the cowardly lion. And your husband <laughs> is absolutely the cowardly. <laughs> Where can we put his little red bow? <laughs> clarification. I don't necessarily agree with what John said about current feminist thought. I think that we do need the world to change for the safety of girls and women. But I appreciate that he's trying to raise a tough girl. I know I only talked to three friends, but I feel like it's a fairly safe assumption that practically all humans will masturbate and also discover pornography, at least initially through no intention of their own. So we gotta talk about it with our kids sooner rather than later. Enjoy yourself. This track is Bad Attraction by Stefan Kartenberg. This is like a no. not a not fun topic. So this feels like something. Okay, well then fine, you like fine. give a heads up about before inviting me to come okay, talk fine. on your. We don't have to talk about podcast about jerking off. <laughs>